Welcome to episode 19 of The Other Berman Show. It's currently halftime of the Packers-Bears game, so I have to record this intro real quick. I'm going to get to editing also during halftime so I can get this game up before the Packers-Bears game ends. This was recorded before the game started, by the way, so my our Packers-Bears predictions are legitimate. Also, in this episode, me and my friend Brandon, who I'll be introducing to you in a moment, will be... Picking every single game, we'll be discussing the storylines around the NFL, the big news that broke today about Antonio Brown. We'll also be picking every game. It's going to be great. It's going to be the new format every Thursday on the show. Every Tuesday, I'll be recapping the games, as well as a couple other things, um, including a couple of changes on my power rankings, which I will be updating weekly. And I'll be putting on my Instagram starting next week. My week one power rankings, um, I did, but I had a lot going on this week, and a couple of things got switched around, so I couldn't post them. Starting next week, I'll be posting my power rankings on my Instagram at The Other Berman Show every single week. If you want to look at that, they will be updated weekly. And without a further ado, enjoy episode 18, 19, sorry, enjoy episode 19 of The Other Berman Show. Quick editing note in here, um, the audio on my part is not very good between me and Brandon points. My audio is not great the entire thing. However, um, and the reason for that is now I promised my new mic to get in here. That is the, and it didn't, which is why I did not record on Tuesday because I thought it would be here by now. I thought it would be um, there by now and it didn't, so I wanted to wait. And the mic's supposed to come in tomorrow, so unfortunately we cannot, but by next Tuesday it definitely should be here. And if not, I'm just going to order a new one because it's getting stupid at this point because I ordered it on Sunday. Um, but yeah, so apologies for the audio during the main portion of the episode. Now, enjoy episode 19 of The Other Berman Show. I'm joined by Brandon. You can you probably remember him from pretty much every Q&A that we've done at BBL underscore CEO. I've now memorized it because you're in all the Q&As. But, all right. What's up, Brandon? Nothing much. Just excited for football to start, you know? Yeah, we're ready. It's finally here. We're just around an hour away. So, we're going to get right into it. We're going to pick every game, give you a little breakdown. And when we get to the games involving the teams, the big news, we're going to talk about that also. But we're not going to get to that just yet, just because of time and all that. Start things off with Packers-Bears. All right. What do you think? I'll let you go first here. Um, well, the Packers, you know, I personally don't think they have a strong season ahead of them. Because all they really have is Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. And that's not much to, you know, play with. Right. They don't have, like like, a superstar lineup. So they're going to be a mediocre team this year. So, And the Bears are, like, already shaping up to be one of the top-tier teams this year. So I'm going to take the Bears on this one. You got the Bears. I have the Bears as well, but I am higher on the Packers than you are. I think the game is going to be a much better game than you do. I think that um, the Packers are going to be pretty good this year. I think they're going to maybe be a playoff team. The NFC is very good. Um, Seattle got a lot better since um, I'm in that playoff prediction, so I bumped out Green Bay for Seattle, so I do have them missing the playoffs now, but I've not. that being said, I don't think they're going to be a bad team whatsoever. I think they're going to be right in the playoff mix, but in the NFC this good, you never know. But I'm going to take, we'll both take the Bears, and by the way, we're going to be keeping track of this throughout the season, whoever is the best overall guest picker, and there you go, I'm also going to keep track of my record, and their record, and Whoever's the best is going to be, well, who, um, I completely lost my train of thought there. Um, whoever has the best record 
will well, essentially win, but we don't really win anything. I'm going to keep track of my record and keep track of the guest picker's record and the, who the best guest picker is just throughout the season. All right. Packers-Bears. We both have the Bears. And the next game. Oh, by the way, a little bit of news on the Packers-Bears game as we get close to kick off. Trey Burton is going to be out um, with a hip injury. So, no Trey Burton in this game for the Bears. Doesn't change my pick, and I'm assuming it doesn't change yours either. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, but again, just a little note. And I think it's going to be uh, – actually, before I'm going, I want to mention this. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I think Khalil Max is going to take over, though. Really take over in that second half. Maybe force a fumble and just do what he does. Khalil Mack is just a beast, like, all yeah. around. Really, really is. Next up is a game that, well, you know very well. We got your Redskins in Philly against the Eagles. The Eagles have won their last four straight games against Washington. Can they make it five? Will they make it five? Brandon, I'll start with you. What do you think about this game? I'm going to lean more on you on this because this is your team. So, Well, you know, I'm really high on the Redskins this year just because of their schedule and just I'm a great fan of theirs. But I'm going to pick the Eagles on this one just because it's an away game. And, you know, the Redskins really haven't had any time to, like, build. And especially with Trent Williams being out, they don't – they have a very young defense and not a strong offense at all. Like, I highly believe that they should start Haskins. Yeah, but if Haskins was playing, would your pick still be the Eagles? Um, if he was playing, it would still be the Eagles because he's a rookie. He's, like okay. – he ha- hasn't had that true NFL experience. Right. But give it a couple weeks, and he'll be in the full swing. Like, I – both agree and disagree with Jay Gruden's decision not to play Haskins here. Um, I agree because this is – you don't want to throw him into the fire against a good defense, especially a good front seven like Philly has, where he yes. will be under pressure, down his best lineman. So I understand it. I disagree, though, because I think that he is easily the best rookie in this class and Case Keenum isn't that good. But I understand his decision, and you could really go either way there. But I give it two, three weeks, maybe four weeks until Haskins take o- takes over. Either way, I think the Eagles are a better team. I think in Philly, they've won the last four against Washington. They're going to make it five. Philly, I'm very high on this year. Washington, I am with you on this. I think they could – I'm not as high as them. I'm not as high on them as you are, but I'm still – I think they're going to be a little better than most people do and because, as you said, they have, they have the easiest schedule in the league. So they're going to look a little bit better than they really are, but it's not the case here. They're going to be playing a real team. They're going to start off on a one. But I think Washington's going to be better than a lot of people think. You still yep. there, right? Yeah, I'm sir. All right. Okay. Next game. Titans-Browns. Titans-Browns next? Okay. Yeah. Look at that one. That'll work. Yeah. Titans versus Browns. You want to start or should I start on this one? You go. All right. So, for this game, you know, it's – Almost a toss-up, but not really, because the Browns are starting off on a high note just because of all the things they've done in the offseason. And it's in Cleveland. Right. But, you know, the team chemistry, they haven't had a single regular season NFL game with this new lineup, so you never know how it's going to turn out. But they're going to have – well, I'll let you finish. I'm still going to pick the Browns, but the season, they, they're they not – definitely not a Super Bowl team, maybe a playoff team, not – they're not that, like, their chemistry isn't that high yet. Okay, we're going to disagree at some point, but this is not the one where it's going to happen. I am, um, I mean, the storyline here, I guess, is that it's the Browns' home opener. That stadium is going to be rocking. That dog pound is going to be louder than normal. 
like that energy in Cleveland for this team for 20 years. They finally have one. I think this team, and it's the storylines coming into this game, I think Cleveland wins big just because of how excited they are to get this going, to really start and just, I think this is a not only win, but a huge win for the Browns. Like they win big. And- well, I mean, I somewhat agree with you, but I disagree because the Titans also have a very solid team. I don't think it's a big win. I think it's just a close edge, you know? No, I don't. I'm not trying to say that the um, Titans have a bad team. I think they have a good team. But I just think with all the storylines, Cleveland's set up to just start off very, very strong. That's a good assumption. Okay. And I can't remember. I don't know the year off the top of my head. I believe it's, uh, it's, a, it's close to or over 10 years that since the Browns have started 1-0, I think that streak ends, though. And just, I, I, again, I'm not this high on the Browns. It's just I think they're going to start off very, very strong. I'm not this low on the Titans either. In fact, I'm pretty high on the Titans. All right. Next game I want to do is the Bills and the Jets. And this game is a – I would – some people consider it a toss-up. I mean, I'm pretty confident in my pick. Um, it's in New York, by the way. Um, but not everyone is as high on one of these teams as I am, and that kind of gives away who I'm going with. But you go first. Um, you know, in my perspective, I definitely see it as a toss-up just because um, Le'Veon Bell is his first year back because he didn't play all last year. Right. And we like we haven't seen him on the Jets yet, um, full uniform. So like it'll be exciting to see what he what he brings when he comes back. But the Bills, after being one of the worst teams last year, uh, I don't really know how they can bounce back. But we'll see what they attempt to do. But my pick is the Jets. You pick the Jets, and this is the game where we disagree. I will now give the argument for the Jets here. I mean for the Bills. You guys know I'm high on him. You guys know I'm high on Josh Allen. Um, and not as many people are. I think that he has Patrick Mahomes' ability. I'm not trying to say he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying that is the ceiling. And only the ceiling. I'm not trying to compare him to him. But I also think people don't realize, because of how bad the Bills were, how incredible this defense is. I would take Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer as my starting safeties over any safety tandem in the NFL. As the two starting safeties, in your back two, there are no two better safety duos than Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde. And I'm a Ravens fan, and I'm still giving it to them over Earl Thomas and Tony Jefferson. I, I And that secondary, not just the safeties, the corners. Trey White, people forget he had a historically good rookie year, and even though he didn't put up historic numbers in the second year, still played solid. I think it's the Bills win that great defense. I think I like Ed Oliver a lot. I think people sleep on Jerry Hughes. Like he's not a big name. He's a solid guy who can contribute. And like he's not a name that's like a top hundred player or anything. But he's not bad. And right. he's a guy that really helps them out a lot. Um, I I like Josh Allen. I like and I like Devin Singletary as well. I mean he's not gonna get that much playing time yet, but I I like him as well. And John Brown's fit in Buffalo. I think Bills go on the road, face the Jets, and win in what some people consider an upset, but 
by the end of the year, that wouldn't really be considered an upset, in my opinion. But that's just me. Yeah, I agree. The Bills, they have a well-rounded defense, but I just don't see them winning. Just out, based off their performance last year, I mean, I'm not high on them, as you are. Right. All right, next up, we got Falcons and Vikings. You know, this is a weird game. Yeah. Like, especially because the Falcons, you know, like, they've been all over the place for the past five years. And the Vikings, like, you don't know re- really know where they're going. Now, they're, they're, uh, you think the Falcons have been all over the place last five years. Look at the Vikings. Like, the Vikings, I personally don't think their defense is very strong. And right. their their offense is Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, I don't f- think that's a very strong receiving core. And personally... Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. What's not a strong receiving core? The Vikings? Yeah. They got Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. That's what I said. I Personally, they, they might be good together. But, like, for a team that is the Vikings, I don't think they're going to do good. Just... They're one of the well, worst Diggs teams in the league. Thielen are going to be fine. Thielen and Diggs are they're good players, but they just like they don't do well on the Vikings. They both put up a thousand yard seasons last year and the year before. But do you see the Vikings in the playoffs? No, exactly. they were two years ago. I don't. I don't see them as like they definitely contribute. Oh, I. You know I'm low on the Vikings. I'm just saying Thielen and Diggs are not the reason why I'm low. On no, the yeah, I know, I know. But those are like the top players and. They're the only superstars, but I really don't see oh, them true. capitalizing on that. I agree. I mean, again, I, I'm not even that high on the on the Vikings. I think they're going to be worse than most people think, like you do. I just thought you were trying to tell me that Thielen and Diggs weren't that good. That's why. No, they are incredible players. Right. True. Like, they've never, like, ever lived back up to that form. I mean, they made the playoffs, and they had a decent offense. They even won a playoff game, but they've never looked the same. Exactly. They've just not fell apart, but, like, they yes. can't live back up to that. Everyone thinks last year the Falcons fell apart. No, they didn't. Their team just got injured. A lot of them, yes. You still there? Yep. All right, okay. But, no, that entire defense just fell apart. Keanu Neal off for the year early. Desmond Trufant out for the year early. Deion Jones out for the year early. I'm sure I'm missing other players, too. They lost a yeah. lot of guys. I mean, Casey stepped up, but, like, so what? Right. It didn't really make a difference at all. Right. Um. So, I think the Falcons are going to be able to be a Better than they were last year. Borderline playoff team, just not good enough in this NFC, in this NFL that's so balanced. I just don't think they'd be good enough to make the playoffs, but I think they won't. I don't think they'll be that bad of a team. Right. I, you know, I think the Falcons will take this game just because the Vikings don't seem very strong this year. I agree. I think it'll be a nice game, though. I think they match up very well. Yes. It's a, it's a good matchup. Just the Falcon, the Falcons may edge by. In Minnesota. And in fact, since week 16 of 2008, which is right. actually interesting. But again, that'll be said. I'm still going to take the Falcons. And you said. Mm-hmm. Falcons, right? Ravens, Dolphins next. Hold on, hold on. You have Falcons, right? 
Oh, I Falcons, yeah. All right, next game. I want to save the Ravens for a little bit later. Actually, wait. No, Ravens Dolphins are next. All right, yeah. Okay. This is going to be the Ravens and the Dolphins in Miami. Ryan Fitzception, Fitzpatrick, whatever you want to call him, Fitzmagic. Versus Lamar Jackson, this uh, new, and by new, I mean the NFL's never seen anything like it new right. type of offense. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Ravens in my, and this is my lock of the week. This is my game that I am most confident in. I will give you my lock of the week as well as right here, and then I'll also give you my upset of the week as well as my game of the week a little bit later on. But this is my lock of the week. I got the Ravens winning this one again pretty big they've historically had the Dolphins number the Dolphins are in my opinion the worst team in the NFL yeah that's definitely I could agree with that I think the Ravens win this one big I don't think there's any I I think the Dolphins they don't match up well they don't play well especially against us Baltimore wins how about you definitely a Baltimore win um what like what do the Dolphins think they're gonna do with Fitzpatrick? Like, who is his receivers? Who's his offensive line? He doesn't. doesn't he doesn't have, have any like superstar strong players. Right. And even Fitzpatrick by himself, he's not really a superstar quarterback. Exactly. And the Ravens definitely have a young, good team, and their defense is definitely up there. And easy win for the Ravens. Agreed. And, yeah. Okay. Next up, we got Chiefs-Jags. This is the Andy Reid is 5-1 and one in week one game since joining the Chiefs, which is actually something I did not realize. But Chiefs-Jags in Jacksonville. Nick Foles. You guys know I'm a high on him. Um... Against Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Damian Williams, Sean McCoy. Right. I mean, especially with the Chiefs picking up with Sean McCoy, uh, it could be a like very interesting season for them. Even they're the Chiefs, definitely, I would lock them in at a playoff spot no matter what. Agreed. Right, easily, the Chiefs have one of the best offense. Patrick Mahomes, easily top three quarterback. Um, you got Tyree Kill, especially he's not suspended, so that's really great for them. Oh yeah, with his like the yards he puts up is just incredible. It's ridiculous, yeah. I'm assuming you got Kansas City. Yeah, I definitely have Kansas City. Yeah, we're both very low on Jacksonville. This is not a good football team. You know, even though they have Jalen Ramsey, um, yeah. I I don't see their defense as very strong. Yeah. All right, next up, we got a matchup of former number one overall picks, Jared Goff and the Rams, Cam Newton and the Panthers. Not my game of the week, but I think it's going to be a very good game. Right. Not because I think the Panthers are that good. All right, Rams and um, Panthers. How's my audio? You're fine now. All right, you go first on the Rams and the Panthers. Again, I think this is a very good game just because they match up very similar. Right. Um, I think Goff is a better quarterback than Newton. Hmm. Um, even though I don't necessarily disagree, but it's not a very common take. 
Right. Even though Newton's been in the league longer and he he knows the league, I think Goff has tremendous potential and his team is really strong behind him. Yeah. Um, the injury concerns that I had about Cam Newton a couple months ago, saying, I don't know if he plays this year, could be a little bit. That's all gone. He's been fine. He is fine. There is no more injury concerns about that shoulder. Right. Even though... Go ahead. I still think the Rams are the better team. I think... And also, somebody who's good to go, Todd Gurley. Sean McVay said today, no pitch count, no limited. He will get full, normal production, business as usual with Todd Gurley. So... Both those guys seem okay. I like Aaron Donald. He's the best player in the NFL without a doubt. Definitely. So, and in my opinion, he should have won MVP last year over Mahomes. It's not a popular opinion, but I, if I had an MVP vote, I would have gave it to Aaron Donald. But all that being said, I'm, get, I'm picking the Rams in Carolina, but. Rams still win it. You agree? I agree. Definitely a stronger defense. Def- you, I I can say they are the top defense. That is my opinion. Wait, hold on. Really? I think the Rams are a top defense. I disagree. Who, well, who else do they got on my defense? I mean, just because of Aaron Donald. Their secondary isn't completely strong, but Aaron Donald is just like a great captain for their defense. Yeah, but their run defense is horrible. You could argue that. That's true. Yeah. Next game is, if it wasn't for the Ravens and the Dolphins, what also would have been my lock of the week, the Bengals versus Seattle in Seattle. Again, if the Ravens and Dolphins weren't playing this week, this would be my lock. Like, is there any, any debate for Cincinnati here? Exactly. Like, Is there any? Like, Coming off with the new coach, Zach Taylor, making his debut. Uh, he's just, like, new to it. I don't really see them as a good team this year. I don't year. even think Zach Taylor's going to do that well as a coach. Exactly. It's, yeah, I agree. The, and the Seahawks, especially with picking up um, Clowney, just, yeah. like, they're one, like, star-studded team. Oh, yeah. I, I could see the Bengals as a 2-14 and 14 team. Oh, yeah, they, they could be. Like, A.J. Green's going to be out for a while, too. Folks have forgot. He's going to miss some time. Yeah. And it's, some lo- it's longer time than we thought. Originally, I thought it would be three, four weeks. There's some reports out there saying, don't be shocked if it's six to eight. Like, mm-hmm. he could be out for a while. Especially that, and the worse and worse the Bengals team is doing, the less and less of a rush they're going to be to get A.J. Green back on the field. Right. Like, if the team is... Five and two, they're gonna want to get him out of that field quickly. If the team is two and five, they're gonna give him a couple more weeks to make sure he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, all depends. Right. And I definitely gonna say it's more likely they're gonna start two and five and five and two. Yeah. So we both got Seattle in huge wins. Like, I said, that's my co lock of the week. Like, there's yeah, no you- real like debate there. All right. Next one. Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts (laughs) in Carson, California because it's not LA yet taking on the LA Chargers. In LA, 
we're getting into the four o'clock games with uh, the uh, Seattle game as well. Um, so Colts travel to LA, face Chargers, and I think like with the Browns, the Colts are going to be very motivated to come out here and prove people wrong. Definitely, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to do it. They're out to prove people wrong. And the Chargers are mysterious right now. Still wondering what's happening with that running back. He's not playing this week. Yep. Unless something out of nowhere happens, which I don't anticipate at all. And I don't think anyone does. So, So I mean, what are you saying? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I I just think Brissett in particular balls out. I mean, I could agree with that. Like, just because Andrew Luck left doesn't mean their team is not well rounded. And I told I said when you were, I said on the episode after the whole like live reaction, like, you know, I had a couple days to process it. On paper, that Colts team, my scoreback position, is one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. Definitely true. Definitely true. But I like just after Andrew Luck left, I don't see them as a necessarily as a playoff team. But they're definitely eight and eight at best. I'd say seven and nine at worst. Yeah, I could see that. At worst. At worst. Yeah, exactly. Because their team is definitely the most well-rounded out of all teams, minus the quarterback position. Frank Reich and uh, Chris Ballard are incredible. Yeah. And with all of that being said, I am still picking the Chargers to win. Yeah, I would definitely pick the Chargers, even though Melvin Gordon's not playing. The Keenan Allen, Phillip Rivers, just, you know, they're just like a dynamic duo. And they're but, definitely going to put oh, up. Actually, yeah, keep going. They're definitely going to put up a fight for the um, title against the Chiefs. Agreed. Well, and you might look. Right. Well, but with all that being said, this is my game of the week. I think this is going to be an incredible game. Colts really going to put up a real fight. Yeah, definitely. So this is my game of the week. Colts versus Chargers. Be sure to tune into that one. That's going to be a good game. All right. So next up, we got we got maybe the worst game of the week. Uh, San Francisco and Tampa. Yep. In Tampa. Toilet Bowl. Yeah. Niners at Bucks. Garoppolo taking the field for the first time since, I think it was week three. 2018, yeah. Week three. Yeah. yeah, week three. So, I have 2018. Hmm. I was just, that was the headline. I didn't even agree with that. Um, so, yeah, we got Niners, Bucks. Whoa, night. sorry. Niners and Bucks in Tampa. Great stadium. Terrible team. That's the Bucks for you. Yep. Um, I like Bruce Arians, but that's about it. I don't really like this team at all. I think Niners are going to be decent, good. I don't think either he's going to be that good, but Tampa matches up well with a couple teams that could maybe shock a couple teams, but they're not that good. Neither of the Niners. Who you got? Um, I got the Niners just because of George Kittle alone. He's definitely top five tight end. Um, I don't see the Buccaneers of having any strong superstar players, and Mike, Mike Evans. Yeah, Ev- I know about Mike Evans, but like, he's I'm just a Gerald McCoy. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. 
no, like Mike Evans has gone on a slow decline in the past couple of years. Like if you oh, really if you watch him, he's like you can see it. He's still putting up consistent numbers. He is, but the like him and the Bucks, like they fit. He's also been injured a lot though. They fit, but the Bucks, their record hasn't been keeping up with how well he's doing. Because he's the only player. Exactly. They're not good at all. So like I still take the Niners. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm going to take Tampa, but, like, I just, like, I'm not very confident in it. Like, you could go either way. But if I had to pick, give me the Bucks. But the Niners are a better team. Right. Next one. We got... The matchup between last uh, year's top two leading rushers. Zeke and Saquon. Saquon. And Zeke. Zeke is playing. Zeke who? That is who. The six-year contract. Yeah, my God. We're going to get into that right now. All right. This entire contract situation with Zeke has been a mess. Then it's been fixed. And a mess. And then it's fixed. And now it's permanently fixed. Six years, $90 million. The highest paid running back in the NFL. Sorry, Todd Gurley, but he now has that title. He's deserving of it. I think he is. That's how contracts work. The next man up, you got the deal. I mean, yeah, I think he's deserving of it just because the Cowboys need a running back and that's their man. And they were willing to pay him, so he got it. And good for him because he got paid. Yep. Now to the other running back in football hell known as the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley. I mean, you could argue he's the best running back, but the Giants... Oh, you can argue it, but I got to see one more year to give him that title. The Giants as a team just, you know, they make you sick. They just, like, their team is absolutely one of the worst teams. If they did not have Saquon and they were still stuck with Wayne Goldman and Paul Perkins as their running backs... That's an 0-16 like, team. That is now I know in 16 teams one of the worst teams of all time. Right. It's just that simple. But with Saquon, obvious beast, Eli, eh, no. no golden tape. Right. They do have strong Shepherd. I think Evan Ingram is gonna have a breakout year though. I think he's gonna kill it. But not enough to like not make the Giants sure. make any noise. Right. In Dallas, in Jerry World. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dallas wins big. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Cowboys on this one because the Giants. Yeah. I don't. I don't see them going anywhere in the future. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Giants have taken the Browns' place as football hell at this very moment. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. All right. Next up, making his NFL debut, the Detroit Lions in State Farm Stadium taking on. The Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. I mean, Kyler Murray, he has, like, he definitely has some talent, but I don't see him as the best quarterback in the draft. I think Dwayne Haskins is still the best quarterback in the draft. Agreed. But the Cardinals definitely don't have a great team. They have an awful team. I could see them going 3-13. and 13. Yeah, so I, I have him around there. I think Arizona's going to be absolutely awful. And I think Detroit can be pretty bad, too. Yeah, definitely um, another toilet bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And 
Matt, I think, and Matt Patricia, I'm on the record. I think he's going to get fired after this year. Not a good coach. He's in the Rex Ryan, um, Chuck Pagano type of great coordinator, terrible head coach. Yep. In that same range. Great DC. Just not a great head coach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, and there are coaches like that, and he's one of them. Just keep him what his job is at. Wade Phillips. Right. He was an awful head coach, but you can make the argument that he's the best DC of all time. That's true. True. So, there you go. For this game, you know, it's really hard to pick one of them because they're both not great teams. Yeah. Um, just because... I'm going to take the Cardinals just because uh-huh. I think Kyler Murray wants to show people why he was picked number one. But after this game, I don't think they're going to have a great season. And I think the Lions, um, they always start off pretty well. I think Stafford's going to show out. I think he's better quarterback than people give him credit for. I like on Johnson. Galladay, Marvin Jones. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. You can hear my voice. I'm not very high on him, but, like, I'm still going to give him the win over Arizona. All right. Now we're getting into the final three, the final prime time game. Sunday night. Sunday night football on NBC. The banner presentation. The championship rings, not, sorry, that's basketball, but the championship uh, celebration, they unveiled the banner, all of that, the whole big deal. New England fans are used to it by now. Steelers at Patriots. Can the Steelers come in and ruin the party? I mean, Question. you know, the Patriots have a history of not starting off really well, but then just blasting off in the rest of the season. September is really the Patriots preseason. Yeah. Truly is, but I mean I could see this game going either way. But for the sole purpose of I see the Patriots as not a great September team, I think the Steelers are going to take it. Damn even it. Though the Patriots are a better team. Took it. I was my upset of the week, and you agree with me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I kind of gave away my pick, but and again, as a Ravens fan, I can't deny this. I mean. I think the Steelers are going to be 8-8, eight 9-7, eight, nothing that special, not, nothing really. But, historically, what are the Steelers? The weirdest team you will ever see. They really are. It's true. They're such a weird team. They can win against the best team in the league and then lose to the number one, the team with the number one overall pick. That's the in Steelers. In the same season. They beat New England last year and lost to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like, this team can go either way. Combined with the fact that New England starts off so this is the this is the preseason for the Patriots now. See what they're made of, see who they got, give Belichick time to think about it. Week five hits, bang, switch they uh they flip the switch and well take off. They're amazing this until take off. they don't lose. They lose maybe one more game the rest of the year once week five hits. Yep. That's how New England does it. They always go twelve and four and three out of those four losses are in September. Yep. That's just how New England does it. Give me the Steelers in an upset. Mm-hmm. Well, according to you, it might not be an upset. But that still kind of is my upset. <laughs> right. All right. Final two games. Monday night, because it is week one. So we get 
two Monday Night Football games. That is how it is done um, to start off the year. And this headline is very appropriate here. It's the battle of the elite duos. You got Watson and Hopkins, Breeze and Thomas. Easily, arguably, two of the best receivers in the league. Oh, in my opinion, they are the two best receivers in the league. Right. Um, I just, I'm just really high on the Saints this year. I think Breeze takes it oh, all yeah. home. But the Texans definitely have a solid team. I'm still going to take the Saints on this one, but the Texans, they're, they're, they're definitely solid. And like, and Colts Chargers is my game of the week, but if it wasn't for that, this probably also would be my game of the week. This is going to be a great game. Very excited. It's, it's a weird kickoff time because the two Monday night games, they want to get them both in. So 7-10 right. um, Eastern time is the kickoff. So that's a little weird for week one. And then the second game, which we'll get to in a moment, starts at 10 20. Mm-hmm. So, get to that. We both picked the Saints here, and I'll give you my thoughts on this. Um, you guys who have listened to me, and you guys know, I got the Saints winning the Super Bowl. I got the Saints being on a revenge tour for the ages. They're going to be unbelievably good. Like, there is no stopping Drew Brees. I think he wins MVP, retires a Super Bowl champion, and league MVP. And I looked it up. He would become the first person ever to win league MVP and then retire the same year. Definitely a possibility. I can see that. And I think he's going to do it. Yep. I think he's going to win MVP, win the Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP, and call it a career. Right. And it just would be a fitting way. It'd be a nice way to show uh, to give Drew Brees the respect that he deserves. Because I mean, right now he gets the respect that he deserves. But in all-time great conversations, he does not. In my opinion, he's a top-five quarterback of all time. Winning a second Super Bowl would put him in that conversation for those who don't already. And I think he will do it. And I think Drew Brees will get that respect that he deserves, that he is an all-time great quarterback. He's the all-time leader in passing yards for a reason. He is an unbelievable quarterback. And Brandon says something cut out here, so um, I might cut this real quick. We'll be right back. Alright. We both got the Saints. Anything you want to yeah. add? Um, nothing else I really want to add. I'm just really high on the Saints this year. So are you. Yeah. Alright. Last game. 10-20 kickoff. Here we go. The Denver Broncos travel to Oakland, take on the Raiders. Right. And guess who's Before not starting for the Raiders? Before we get to the game, I must just talk about this. <laughs> what a week for Antonio Brown. Woo! Wow. I mean, just wow. Mm-hmm. The news broke earlier today that Antonio Brown will be suspended from the team. The team suspends him after he threatened to beat up GM Mike Mayock, who is not a small person, by the way. He is a former NFL linebacker. He is not a guy who just, like, messes around here. 
And he is not one to shy away from an argument. For those of you that watched him on TV like I did, he was my guy. He was my favorite draft analyst. And you know, he's not afraid to shy away from his takes. He's not afraid to criticize a player. He's not afraid to get into an argument. And I assuming, and I always assume that he would take that same type of um, approach as a GM. And reports are, and if these reports are true, well, they did. Because mm-hmm. they got into a screaming match, and AB had to be held back by teammates. And my favorite part of all, that one of the players that was holding him back was Vontez Perfect. The one who knocked him out a couple of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and is noticeably a dirty player, and the guy deserve, who deserves more of a UFC career than an NFL career. Definitely. And I saw this thing on Instagram. I actually reposted it. But the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I realized, how is like no one looked into this? Antonio Brown's been suffering from CTE ever since that hit. It was a joke. But the more and more I thought about it, like, who hasn't actually looked into this? Right. Because ever since then is when all those stuff started. Mm-hmm. I'm not assessing a CTE. I'm... Uh, actually, I'm not saying it was CTE, but I think something flipped. I think something clicked in his mind that I'm the best receiver in the NFL. You don't mess with me. And he became that player. The next year is when that whole Facebook Live thing came out. The next year, he wanted a new contract. The year after that, the whole training stuff happened. And now here we are. Yeah, he does. De- so I'm not necessarily saying it's CTE. But I think something clicked in his mind that I'm the best receiver in the NFL. I'm one of the all-time greats. Don't mess with me. So it's ironic how that all ended. Right. His ego's definitely too high for him. When you are, when you are one of the highest-paid players in the NFL and the highest-paid receiver in the league, second-highest-paid second receiver in the league. Right. And yet your ego is still bigger than yourself. That's just, you know. Like. There is a reason why he is known as Antonio Clown. He is an absolute joke. He could be on his way out of the NFL for all this, and it would be well-deserved. Definitely. Agreed. Um, I personally, and I'm going to be getting on the record here, and I already know that some of you guys that are going to be listening are going to immediately DM me on Instagram and tell me I'm wrong. But I'm going to say this anyway. I do not think that we will see Antonio Brown in the Raiders jersey ever again. I, I, can I see think that. he is out of Oakland. I don't think we will see him suit up at all. Mike Mayock definitely hates his guts at this moment. Oh, at this moment. Oh, yeah. Came out and said it in training camp. Either all in or all out. Well, you know what? He's all in. Yep. Now let's get to this game. Back, well, you got anything else? Um, not really. Just... All right. Just... Honestly, what do you got? I want to say one good thing. Um, when you have a player at this caliber, not only is it anger and upset feelings, it's disappointment because you know, love him, hate him. You doesn't matter. He is one of the more entertaining players to watch. Definitely. But when you when you realize that he has this type of personality, it takes the fun out of watching him. Takes the fun out of watching him dominate. And in this case, it takes him off the field. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to the game. Right. Joe Flacco coming into Oakland. I think Flacco's going to do well this year in this system. This system screams Flacco. And I think <laughs> Tall white guy. 
Tall white guy. Yeah, exactly. John Elway's guy. Right. But Oakland, I think they're going to be terrible. They just got even worse today. It's a sad way to um, leave their city, but they're going to probably leave their city as a top five draft pick team. Yep. And this is their last year in Oakland. Let's move to Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders, that will sound very weird. And I apologize in advance for calling them the Oakland Raiders two years after they moved. On the <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to take some getting used to, definitely. They, and I, I think it'll be harder than calling them the LA Chargers. Yeah. I'll be even harder because at least there were teams in LA. There's never been an NFL team in Vegas. Right. So it'll be harder to get used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a hockey fan, so I haven't had any, like, calling the Knights or anything. I don't have that experience. I'm not a hockey fan. Right. And the Knights are also new. They're just an expansion team. Right. But, like, you can't, like, me- mess up with calling them a different city. Uh-huh, yeah. All right. Let's get to this game. What do you think? Um, I say the Broncos take it just because they got Flacco, you know, Sanders, Sutton, um, you know, Philip Lindsay. I think he has a breakout year. Even though the Broncos don't do that good, Philip Lindsay definitely has a chance at being really good this year. Hmm. I don't agree on Lindsay, but I agree on the Broncos. I think Denver takes it. Von Miller has a field day. Makes Derek Carr look bad. Mm-hmm. It's a shame because he's really not. He's going to make him look bad. I mean, I wish Derek Carr well because he's going to be suffering his next few years. Mm-hmm. That Gruden hire, obviously, at this point, does not look good. You never know. He still has nine more years to turn it around. But Yeah, but, you know, so far, not really so good. No. All right, well, we both got Denver. And before we end it, we got a couple more. Yep. Okay. Just let's recap this now because this app is glitching out on us. So we're just going to wrap this up here. Packers, Bears, we both got the Bears. Redskins, Eagles, we both picked Eagles. Browns, Titans, we both picked Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Jets, Bills, he picks the Jets. I got the Bills. Falcons, Vikings, we both got Atlanta. Ravens, Dolphins, we both got Baltimore in my lock of the week. Chiefs, Jags, we both got Kansas City. Rams, Panthers, we both got L.A. Bengals, Seahawks, we got Seahawks. My game of the week, Colts, Chargers. We both got the Chargers in a great game, though. Niners, Bucks. He's got the Niners. I got the Bucks. Giants, Cowboys. We both got Dallas. Cardinals, Lions. He's got the Cardinals. I got the Lions. Pat, Steelers. We both got the Steelers in my upset of the week. Well, he agrees with me. Um, Saints, Texas. We both got New Orleans. And Denver, Oakland. We both got Denver. So, for the most part, we agree on these games. These games are not as exciting as other weeks, but... There are some good games in the slate this week. Yeah. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to probably disagree with my co-host more often, but starting off the year, not the best of games necessarily. Like a lot of a lot of unevenly matched games. Yeah. It'll get better, though, as the year, year comes on. It's always how week one is. But you never know. Some teams could shock us because these are all speculations. We don't really know how the NFL is going to go until, well, the NFL starts, so. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the NFL so great. Great. Um, we are here. It's NFL 100. 100 years of the National Football League. We are ready. There's going to be a year-long birthday party in the NFL. For those of you that have not like caught on to all the commercials, this is a year-long celebration. The NFL logo is different this year. So I'm excited for that. And 
I'm ready to see where the season takes us because it's going to be a fun year. Definitely. And we were talking about this earlier. The NFL this season is maybe more balanced than it's ever been. There are very few teams that you can rule out. Less than most years. Definitely true. And it's going to be interesting. And in this game in particular, it's going to start us off. Oldest rivalry in the NFL. Two old, The two oldest teams. Bears coming off a very strong year. Can they repeat it? We both think they will. Packers coming off their first losing seasons since 1990-1991. Got about 17 and a half minutes till kickoff. Definitely exciting. And I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Brandon, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I will we'll probably get you on another point because I'm probably going to run out of guest pickers toward the end of the year, so we'll probably have you on a little bit later on. And, yeah. See ya. See you later. All right. Thanks, bye. Enjoy football. All right. And on that note, we will be wrapping up episode 19 of the Berman Show. But the good news is the NFL is just getting started. Week one of the 2019 NFL season begins very, very, very shortly. I'm very excited. Thank you to Brandon for joining us. Kickoff's in about two minutes. I got to wrap this up. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can at the other Berman show. My DMs are always open. We can talk to us or we can submit questions for the Q&A. We had so much to get to. We obviously can get to the Q&A. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Go Ravens. Football is here. Ah. <sighs>